0: Well, hi everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the Streamline Podcast. Today, I'm going to be bringing you an audio recording of a workshop that I hosted where I covered the A to Z of DSP tools and tips. This was a live stream. So there will be some parts where I will be referring to something that is on the screen. And of course, you won't be able to see that. Now, if you would like to play along, You can watch this on my website at workhardplaylisthard.com or go directly to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash askmikewarner, A-S-K-M-I-K-E-W-A-R-N-E-R. Let's get into this workshop. In this presentation, I'm going to cover an A to Z of tools that are provided to artists and their teams by the major DSPs. For people that aren't familiar, DSP is a streaming platform such as Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Deezer, etc. So I'm gonna also be sharing at the end some creative marketing ideas that I've seen effectively used in the last year. So ways that artists have got noticed during this time while perhaps touring hasn't been as big. And you may see some tools that you are familiar with, but I encourage you to stick around because I am challenging myself to have everyone leave here today with something that they didn't know before. Hopefully a few notes, hopefully a lot of notes. It sounds so cliche, but I've been a music lover my entire life. My music collection has spanned multiple genres from rock to rap, funk, soul, house music, and many other genres in between. I started as a DJ playing every weekend in my hometown of Adelaide, South Australia, Radelaide. Fast forward to wanting to play in other cities and eventually other countries, I got into music production. In the years that followed, I've hosted multiple radio shows, I've produced under various aliases, aliases, and I've worn countless hats in the music industry. Currently, I am the director of artist label and DSP relations for Chartmetric. I'm also in a band called Date Night that you can see in this video here. This was actually our debut gig at a venue in Brisbane, Queensland called Prohibition. So with Date Night, we made the decision to go the independent route back in 2014. I learned a lot about what needs to be done and why. I started documenting the process, which is the reason I'm here with you all today. I have a strong passion for helping artists and members of their teams that want to roll up their sleeves and do as much as they can to give their music every chance at success. Through the journey of being an independent artist and many learnings throughout my years, I documented almost everything and shared it through blog posts, podcasts, live streams, and keynotes. This led to me releasing a book, Work Hard Playlist Hard, first launched in September 2019. And just last month, the second edition was launched. This book was written for artists that say they've done everything they can. There's always more that can be done. As you will see in this presentation, my goal is to encourage people to think outside of the box, think outside of the platforms that they're familiar with, that they're comfortable with, and look at the additional tools that are provided and hopefully give you some ideas on how you can share your music with a greater audience and find fans sooner. So people love numbers. I'm just going to throw this up very quickly. Here's some quick numbers on what we've achieved so far on Spotify with the Date Night project. I don't like calling them a project, but. For the sake of this, we will. And on the right-hand side is a billboard we actually took over a corner in Times Square. Uh, This was back in 2019. And it was something that we always wanted to do was have our name, have ourselves on a billboard. And we were actually able to pay for that ourselves with revenue that we made from streaming our music. I will be going in alphabetical order so as to not favor any particular streaming platform. So let's start right now with Amazon Music. Amazon Music has over 55 million subscribers and that number is growing constantly. Amazon Music for Artists launched in early 2020 and they have a bunch of incredible features that they've added in this time, including voice requests, uh, which shows you how many times somebody requests perhaps a song, an artist, or an album by speaking it with their Alexa enabled device. Sorry if you have one nearby. And it will also show you if people speak or sing part of the lyrics to their Alexa enabled device as well. One reason why it's really important to add lyrics when you upload your music through your distributor. Amazon Music also has an integration with Twitch as well. As you can see from this example here, you can go live within the Amazon Music app and it will notify followers when you go live on Twitch. So what happens is you'll go live simultaneously. You will go live on Twitch and that same stream will also be broadcast within Amazon Music. Now, this will show at the top of your artist profile when you are live and fans who follow you on Amazon Music will get a notification. So it's a great way to reach a larger audience by simply connecting the two. And this can be done within the Amazon Music for Artists app by anyone that has admin access and has the login credentials for the Twitch channel, of course, so you can connect the two. Now there are also opportunities to sell merch directly within these live streams on Twitch and on artist profiles within Amazon Music. Here's an example of an artist merch page. This is for Mary J. Blige. You can view this yourself by going to amazon.com slash Blige. You can request an invitation to merch by Amazon by completing their online application, which is merch.amazon.com. Once approved, you can log in and begin adding designs. There's usually a limitation on how many you can add at first. So make sure you give yourself enough lead time to get the designs up. If you're uh, planning for a tour shirt or something like that, perhaps, or something that relates to a holiday, make sure you upload it early so there's time for it to get approved and cleared. Now, anyone can sign up with merch.amazon.com and create merch, not just artists. So there is one more step which you will need to do, which is basically letting the team know at the artist merch shop that you have uploaded your own merchandise and let them know your artist profile link on Amazon Music. This way they can go and connect the two and that merch will appear on your Amazon Music profile. You'll be able to share that within your Twitch streams. And you can also be considered for the Amazon Artist Merch Store, which as you can see here, we're on, we're on the page for Mary J. Blige, but they will feature merch from many artists and bands that have participated in this. The best place to find this, the current information about this is going to artists.amazonmusic.com slash merch, and it will give you all the steps you need to be able to do this. Next up, we have Angami. So Angami is based in the Middle East, they have over 70 million registered users, and they have some unique features that allow you to upload music videos directly or pull music videos in from YouTube into the app. Now, artists can sign up from wherever you are in the world by going to dash.angami.com. To give you an idea of what it looks like, this is the dashboard so it may look pretty familiar you can see an overview of all the tracks that you've released you can start to dive deeper into your analytics and you can manage those uploads such as the music videos that i mentioned before now one feature that is unique um, angami have just started rolling out within the mobile app a way where artists can pitch their music for editorial consideration What's interesting about this is what I've seen with the process is they actually ask you to specify which playlist would this potentially be the best fit for. So they're asking you to do the research, let them know what you think it would be a great fit for. If it turns out it is, you may get a notification letting you know you've been added to an editorial playlist. Now it's worth mentioning with Angami that some people, wherever you are in the world, you may not actually see your music so one trick that i found that is really helpful with streaming services that aren't necessarily available in your country or don't have licensing for all music globally you can open a private incognito web browser tab and this sounds shady but it's not and then you can simply type in the artist name the song title and the streaming platform and you'll be able to grab a link that's how i was able to grab links for The artist projects that I have, and I was able to request access at dash.angami.com. And I should mention as well that the mobile app is another way you can download the mobile app. I'm based in the US right now, and I've had people try it in other countries. You won't be able to necessarily download the Angami app and start streaming, but you can download the Angami for artists app and claim your artist profiles and start to get access to this data. And as you can see here, they they started to showcase milestones with your music, as well as top fans. And you also have requests there if you need to correct some incorrect data, you can do that directly within the app. Next up, we have Apple Music. So Apple Music launched in June 2015, believe it or not, not that long ago. Currently, they have over 200 million subscribers and it's worth mentioning that these are paid subscribers. There is no free offering for Apple Music and they are available in over 167 countries. Artists.apple.com is where you sign up with Apple Music for Artists. As you can see here, you'll see things such as playlist plays, listen accounts. You can update the artist image. You'll be able to see Shazam data as well as iTunes purchases. And there is of course an app for your phone as well, if you have an iPhone. Apple Music Milestones, I love these. These are shareable images to celebrate a number of milestones for an artist. For example, if an artist gets added to an editorial playlist, or they get a significant amount of Shazam counts, such as 5,000 Shazams in one day, 10,000 total Shazams, or a streaming number milestone, such as 100,000 streams in one day, 1 million all-time streams. What I love about these is that all of the work is done for you. The image is created, and on the next screen, you'll be able to see what this looks like in this example on the left-hand side. So when you log into the app, they'll give you the image, you can tap the button, they'll create the post for you with the text and the image and a link, and you're done. So they've done a lot of the work for you with this and it will do story cards uh, such as for Instagram stories and it will do square images and it will do images that will work on Twitter and Facebook as well. And you can share that directly within the app. Now, the next screen, I am going to play a short 2 minute long video that I recorded previously you're going to notice that I have a different haircut it's my iso haircut from uh early last year when I gave myself a home haircut but the reason I'm doing a pre-recorded video for the next slide is that it's rather complex to explain and it's how to create a playlist in Apple Music as an artist themselves and have that playlist link back to the artist profile in Apple Music. So bear with me and I am going to let that run now and I'll see you on the other side of this next slide. What I'm going to show you right now is how to curate a playlist as an artist within Apple Music instead of as a user. Now to do this, firstly, you will need to have Got an access to your artists in the Apple Music for Artists app or on artists.apple.com. Once you have access, you will need to download the Apple Music app onto your device and log in. Once you open the Apple Music app, you will go to Library down the bottom. Now you may need to do this by tapping the Edit button, but you will see that Admin is an option. Make sure you put the check mark in next to that, tap done. Now, if we tap on admin, you'll see the list of artists that you manage. Tap on one of those artists and you'll see the option to create a new playlist. Now you can simply give the playlist a name and write in a short description. And you can even upload a picture as well if you choose. And you'll see there's an option show on my profile and in search, you definitely want this on when you're ready. And lastly, you tap add music and you can search all of the music within Apple Music and add tracks in as you choose. Once you are ready with your playlist, you tap done and you will now see all of the playlists you've created for that artist. What you can do from here is you can tap on that playlist and you can tap these dots on the top right corner. Uh, go to share and you can copy that link That will allow you to share that on all of your social media Etc uh, What's good about this is if anybody clicks that link goes to that playlist enjoys it saves it to their library whenever they come back to it and they tap on the name of the curator in This case the artist curator, It will take them directly to the artist page this is awesome for driving more traffic to your profile for you as an artist and of course if you're curating those playlists and you're getting a lot of people going and listening to those playlists you're driving them to your music within the playlist and then you're driving them from that playlist to your profile definitely worth doing set aside some time create those playlists as the artist and share them Next up, we have Twitter audio cards. So I haven't seen these in the Apple Music for Artists app yet. Um, now there is a long URL that you need to go to at this time, which is tools.applemediaservices.com slash apple music. What's cool about these is that you can include a 30 second preview of your track from Apple Music that can be played within the Twitter feed. So anyone that has the Twitter app open on their phone and is scrolling and sees your post, they will be able to press play and they will be able to listen to a 30 second preview of your track right there in their Twitter feed. Now, if they tap the button, it will take them directly into Apple Music where they can listen to the song in its entirety as well. Another cool thing about this is if you are an affiliate with Apple, uh, which is free to sign up, I should mention. And I highly encourage you to do it. I have done this for a number of releases because what happens is if somebody clicks that preview of your song and listens, goes into Apple Music and listens, you get paid for that stream. But you can also earn a bounty, which can be anywhere from one to $5 if that person was not yet subscribed to Apple Music and they subscribe. So we know how much a stream can pay. But in addition to that, you can actually get a commission from anyone that doesn't have Apple Music yet, which can help earn you a little extra money. And it's encouraged and it's supported by Apple. And this is a tool that is provided directly by Apple. So I would encourage everyone to take a look into that as well. Boomplay. So Boomplay, is based in africa and they have over 75 million subscribers and something that's interesting about boomplay is that they have an integrated social platform which means that anyone with an account that is logged in can leave comments on artist profiles songs albums playlists and posts so people are actually hanging out in here and leaving comments and engaging with each other and As an artist, once you've claimed access, you can respond to those comments and speak directly to your fans, which is very unique. I haven't really seen this in any other streaming platform. Signing up for Boomplay for Artists. Once again, even if Boomplay isn't available where you are in the world, you can still sign up and claim your profile. Once again, use that trick I mentioned before, an incognito web browser tab, go to Google, type in artist name, Boomplay, and you will get the link. So once you've got access in Boomplay for artists, you will be able to do the usual things such as update your bio and add your profile picture. But more importantly, you can engage directly with your fan base. You can post images, you can post songs and tag them in a post. And it is more of a social media feed for your followers. And you can of course respond to all of those comments as well. We are up to Deezer now. Deezer was launched in 2011, currently has over 200 million subscribers, which is a mix of free and paid subscribers, and is available in over 180 countries around the world. Deezer Backstage is available for artists and their teams, or labels I should say as well. Some unique features with Deezer Backstage is you can post status updates that are up to 64 characters long. So imagine a very short tweet and they can be showcased at the top of the profile. You can also include your social media links such as Facebook and Twitter, an artist image, a biography, and they will also show you some interesting data such as how many streams are coming from free users versus how many are coming from paid subscribers. And as you may or may not be aware, Streams that come from paid subscribers pay a higher rate than those that come from people who are using the free ad supported version. So it is good to know that as well. Now, the feature that you can see on this screen is the highlight feature, which allows you to include an album, podcast, podcast episode, or a playlist or an artist playlist at the top of the artist page. Some people may feel this is familiar to a Spotify artist pick. Yes, in a way it is. Uh, One thing about Deezer is that they will include these highlights at the top of the page, but they will also showcase your most recent release there as well. So there's no need to highlight your most recent release unless you want to, which gives you an opportunity to highlight a catalog release from maybe a few years ago and have that showcased next to your most recent release. Next up, we have GeoSarven. GeoSarvan has over 160 million subscribers and is one of the most popular streaming services in India. I say one of the most popular, there is a large number of streaming services in India and I certainly don't want to discredit any of the others, uh, but today we are focusing on GeoSarvan. And more importantly, we are looking at the GeoSarvan tool for artists, which is now known as Artists One. You can sign up at artists.geosavin.com, and I'm going to dive into some of the unique tools that they provide now for you. These are GeoSarvan shorties. These are visual loops up to 15 seconds long. They're similar to Spotify canvas. And some artists may use the same video for both. This is just another place that you can upload that video that you have created and showcase that as well. And, you know, we've seen some numbers recently, and I'm not going to quote them because I don't know how accurate they are, but people are saying that engagement is going up with songs that do have a visual a visual accompaniment, accompaniment like this as well. So by having a visual and giving someone something to look at while they're listening to your song, they may listen for that little bit longer or they may listen all the way through. So it's just another way to capture their attention and give them something to look at if they're staring at the de, at their device. Geosavin also let you build and feature two types of artist playlists which they will format, they will control the artwork, and they will manage those for you. Uh, The first one is artist hits. So this playlist is all of the music by that artist themselves. So what happens here is you've got a catalog of music. You've got a number of songs that you've released that you would like to highlight. You would put those into the artist hits playlist. The other playlist is called Made By, which is slightly confusing. It's not songs that are made by that artist or a producer. In this case, it is a playlist that was curated by the artist with music that they enjoy, that they would like to showcase. And to give you an idea of what the playlists look like once you've created them, the cover art and title is managed by GeoSarven. They use images that you've uploaded directly into the Artist One portal. And I think it's great because you don't have to go and try and create your own artwork. They create that for you. Anytime you want that artwork to change, you just upload another image in the Artist One portal. And both playlists will automatically be featured at the top of the artist page. And the way that this works is you would log into Geosavin with a listener account or a user account, if you will and you will have a private playlist that you will drag songs into and update. And every 24 hours, GeoSarven will automatically refresh the public version of that playlist. Uh, This is good because it means that they are making sure that there's only two playlists that artists have and that one of them is all of the artists' original music. Next up, we have Pandora. Pandora is currently US-based with 60 million unique monthly users. Pandora's artist marketing platform is known as AMP, A-M-P, and just recently they shut down or they are—they uh, announced the shutdown, I should say, of their next big sound platform. So some people may be familiar with that. What I'm covering is everything within the artist marketing platform because a lot of that data from next big sound has now been pulled into AMP and will be merged into here. So onto the first feature, which is featured tracks. So this accelerates discovery and feedback from listeners for new priority tracks and expedites the path of that track to their natural peak rotation on Pandora, which is a really fancy way of saying that by featuring a track, you're going to get more people listening to it for up to eight weeks, and you're going to get more feedback on that track whether it's thumbs up or whether it's more people listening to that track in its entirety. What I like about this is that there's no cost, as with everything I've mentioned today, and it's provided directly to you from Pandora, and you can feature up to six tracks per year. The only catch with these tracks is that they have to have been released within the last 12 months and had at least 10 spins on Pandora. What's great about this is if you released a track Last year, just in time for a specific holiday, you may want to feature that track this year in the lead up to that holiday so that it goes into higher rotation, reaches more people and may end up on some programming related to that specific holiday. With featured tracks, you can feature up to, as I mentioned, up to six tracks and each track can be featured for up to eight weeks. And you can do that for each artist. So if you have multiple artists aliases or you manage multiple artists, you can go in and do a feature for each of those individual artists. Track reporting is the newest feature that has just been pulled over from Next Big Sound into Pandora's artist marketing platform. This gives artists and labels access to real-time data for their entire catalog. As you can see on this screen, you can see a very nice breakdown and summary. You can copy all of the links. And you can also export everything here as a CSV file if spreadsheets are your, are your jam. Artist audio messages allows you to create short audio messages that play on Pandora when listeners launch an artist station or before or after any of the artist's songs play. These are cool because it's a way to speak directly to your fans. Uh, You could have an announcement about an upcoming concert. You could be telling them about a piece of merch. You could be telling them about a playlist you've created, which I'll be getting to shortly. There's a number of different announcements you can make. As you can see on this screen with the call to action, you can include a link as well, which is really cool. So these can be tied in with a campaign. So what that means is that the artist audio message generates a campaign and you can also feature a track at the same time with this. So you're driving even more listeners to that potential track by featuring the track and by having these voice messages come on if somebody hears another song from you somewhere else within Pandora. I should mention as well, as you can see on the right hand side, there's a option in the Pandora app. So there is no pandora for artists app at this time this is within the pandora listener app if you log in with the same credentials as your credentials for the pandora artist marketing platform you'll see a button when you go to your artist profile where you can record a message and you can directly push that message to your fans so you don't even need to do this from a desktop you can do this from your phone if you're out on the road as well okay this is is getting into something that really excites me is the amount of tools that are provided from Pandora to curators or creators as well. Now anyone can log into Pandora and create playlists but they're going to show as user or your username or user567 created this playlist. With Pandora stories you can create mixtapes, which are better known as stations, and playlists as a brand, as an artist, as a personality, as, as opposed to being a user. What I love about this is it gives you the opportunity to further customize what you've curated, where you can add your own commentary as well. You know, I've seen some people almost do what feels like their own live radio show within a playlist on Pandora, or even a radio station within Pandora. And once again, you can upload those voice tracks the same way I mentioned on the previous slide. What's really exciting about this is the amount of data that is provided once you get access to this, which I will get to the how to get access part. And on this view, we can see total spins, the total number of listeners, the average listening session length, and there's a lot more. You can also see audience demographics, as well as total listening hours by platform. So as you can see here, we've got a split between Android devices, iOS devices, other devices, which can be smart TVs, uh, video game consoles and things like that. And we can also see details on the audience demographics there. In this view, we get access to listeners and hours listened by city. Keep in mind, this is not for an artist. This is for your playlists, for you, the curator to see. It's also going to show you search tags and browse tags, which is so incredibly valuable. The reason for that is some people know, they have some idea what they're looking for, but they're putting their trust in Pandora to deliver that result. So you can see here, I've got search tags for cafe playlist, coffee house, morning coffee, Starbucks, morning music. Uh, And then there's up to five categories that you can apply as well. So if people are just randomly browsing categories in Pandora, this is going to cause your stations and your playlists to show in those categories. Keywords are crucial. And the other reason is that if someone has a voice assistant, and they're asking for a playlist, you know, for a specific mood or a theme using their voice, they're more likely to get your playlist or your station delivered because you've added those keywords. Now, as a curator, this is my personal favorite. You get completion rates, which means how many people listen to that song all the way through in that playlist without skipping. Then you see skip rates, how many people listen to that song and skipped somewhere while the song was playing, meaning they didn't necessarily want to hear that song or didn't want to hear that song at that time. Also, it includes spin rates as well, which is how many times the song started playing. And this is going to be displayed, whether you're looking at a playlist or a station, you can dive even deeper into these and see spins and skip rates by date as well. So I can give you an idea if things are starting to happen on a specific date at a specific time of year, or maybe that artist in your playlist, something happened around that specific time, which caused people to skip perhaps as well. It's worth noting, once again, that this is not done through the Pandora Listener app. This is done through the AMP website, and you will only see this option to curate these if you have requested access to Pandora Stories. Now, to request access, I'm going to read the URL, ampplaybook.com slash pandora hyphen stories hyphen signup. I highly recommend doing this and creating a playlist, especially if you have a large catalog and you would like to find a home for that catalog. And yes, you could reach out to other people and try and pitch your song to their playlists, but why not have your own playlist that you control where you can put music in that fits amongst your own music and drive people to that playlist or that station within Pandora. I've done zero promotion on my stations, all my playlists on Pandora. And I've seen some really nice organic listeners. Uh, to give you an idea, one of my playlists was getting, I believe, 500 to 600 unique listeners every week. And what I found was that the average listening session on that playlist was about four hours, which means some people are listening to that playlist all day. Some people are listening for less, but the average is four hours. Now, if you've got a number of songs that you've released in that playlist, you're going to see a nice number of streams and you're also going to be helping artists that you've included in that playlist as well. And to give you an idea, I've experimented with a number of playlists on Pandora, lo-fi, cafe, dance, hip hop, and holiday music. And I've seen some really good numbers on all of them with no marketing budget whatsoever, just the right keywords and the right browse tags. Next up, we have CoBuzz. So CoBuzz is on track for about 1 million subscribers currently. It's highly curated and focused on audio files, not F-I-L-E-S, but P-H-I-L-E-S, which are people that usually have a high-end home theater system and like to listen to high, high def, high res, however you wanna say it, high quality music. They want the best audio quality. So with cobas this is a bit of a strange one. Uh, bear with me, but artist bios and Other information about artists are currently delivered to Cobuzz from TiVo, which is for anyone that remembers TiVo is the company that pioneered the magic TV recording box that would record multiple channels for you while you were out. So when you came home, all your TV shows had been recorded. TiVo have really stepped it up in the world of music metadata. And TiVo's database is also shared with a website called allmusic.com for biographical information on artists. So at this time, if you were looking to get some more data about yourself, more specifically your bio on Cobuzz, you can send an email to TiVo and their email address is content.music at This can take a few weeks to get a response, but this is the only known way so far to update that information within Cobuzz. Now we're on to Spotify. Spotify has over 165 million paid premium subscribers as of July 1st, 2021. And Spotify for Artists is their artist-facing tool. They do have a number of other tools outside of Spotify for Artists, which I'm going to be focusing on today. My assumption is that most of you would be familiar with Spotify for Artists and the basics, such as submitting your upcoming release for editorial playlist consideration, as well as setting your artist pick and updating your photos and also your biography. So I am going to jump past Spotify for Artists and more specifically into some tools that they've added recently that I feel may have been overlooked. Spotify Codes has its own website, spotifycodes.com. These are scannable codes that can be used on digital or printed images. Anyone that has the Spotify app on their phone can open it. Tap the little search camera icon in the search, next to the search bar and they can point their phone's camera at the code. This will instantly take them within Spotify to that song, album, artist, playlist, podcast or podcast episode. This is extremely helpful. As you can see here, we've got it on a poster on a busy street. I've seen artists do these on cards that they will show to people when they're meeting people at events and just say, scan this code. Uh, There's a number of different creative ways that you can use this. And what's really fun is if you're doing a live stream or you're sharing it on social media, encourage people to go and play along and pull out their device and point it at the code and test it out. People get excited and they love to try this and experiment. And it's much easier than saying, Go and search for this track on Spotify and listen to it. Now, this is an interesting one that I wanted to share, which is when creating a Spotify code, they will ask you to enter a Spotify URI, not a URL. Um, So Spotify URIs look similar to a URL, um, but in this case, you will specifically need a Spotify URI to be able to create those codes. Recently, Spotify hid this option in the share menu and a lot of people have been scratching their heads trying to work out where it went. So as you can see on the screen here on, on a frequent loop, I'm showing everyone what it looks like. And more importantly, what you need to do, we'll start with the, if you're on a Mac first, while you're hovering your mouse over the copy link to artist option, you will need to hold down on your keyboard the uh, you will need to hold down the command or option key. And on a PC, you will need to hold down the control or the alt key. While holding that key down, the option will change as you can see on this video here. And that is how you can grab Spotify URIs instead of Spotify URLs. Spotify Promo Cards has has their own website as well. Now, this can be found at promocards.com. By Spotify.com, these are a custom graphic that you can share on social media similar to the apple milestones I showed earlier these are already created for you you can share these immediately to social media and you will have different options here not just milestones but you can use these to announce new releases or playlist editions as well to give you an idea These milestone cards, you can change the color, you can change the size, you can change all of the dimensions, depending on which social media platform you're looking to post on. They will also give you a unique link, which I encourage you to use. At this time, you're not seeing any data about how many people are clicking that link, but I would encourage you to use that link. Once again, these will also include chart milestones, new release badges, and editorial playlist ads. And they will also give you milestone cards that you can share when you reach 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, 25,000 plus followers. These will be created for you to share as well. Now, to show you what the card looks like for a new release, this is the most recent release from my project Date Night. And this is the card that we had that we were able to share on social media. So if you're not much of a graphic designer, these are great. It gives you something that you can share immediately. We are up to YouTube uh, and YouTube Music, I should mention. YouTube Music has over 50 million subscribers and they're growing fast. They gained over 20 million subscribers in the last year, or in other words, around 1.6 million new subscribers every month since October, 2020. YouTube is seeing large growth in countries like South Korea, India, Japan, Russia, and Brazil. The backend tool that is available for artists can be found at studio.youtube.com. And at this time it is called new YouTube analytics for artists. Now, if you've already merged all of your YouTube channels into an official artist channel, you'll see on the screen here that you will have that little icon that I've got the red arrow pointing to. If you don't see that, it means that your YouTube channel is not yet an official artist channel there's a number of benefits in having an official artist channel. One of them is that if you were working with a distributor, they would actually be uploading your music to a separate channel on YouTube, which would usually be artist name topic. Now that's great because they're still putting it on YouTube somewhere for you, but by merging into an official artist channel, all of those videos that were uploaded will be merged into your official artist channel, all of the subscribers from that topic channel, and all of the view counts will merge as well. So your numbers will go up, your subscribers will go up, and everything will now be located in one place for you. Another benefit once you have an official artist channel is you can do community posts as the artist. So you can post and share a link to a new video you uploaded. You can share a link to a new song that you've just released as well, and you can engage with your followers and they can comment and you can respond to them as well. So they're going in a more social direction here with that new feature. Now also at studio.youtube.com, Once you have your official artist channel and you add your artist images and your biography, you will add this, it will show on YouTube, but it will also synchronize that to YouTube music. So whether people are listening to your music on YouTube or YouTube music, they will see your profile, your photos, your biography on both platforms as well. Now, getting an official artist channel on YouTube, I've had (laughs) a number of people coming to me asking, and there is no easier way right now than working directly with your distributor and asking them. YouTube don't have a form that you can fill out where you can just request and wait or anything like that. They're basically just saying, talk to your distributor. YouTube Shorts is a new way that you can express yourself in 15 seconds or less. Uh, This may look familiar with other apps that are out there as well, but this is a relatively new feature that YouTube have launched. BTS actually used YouTube Shorts. They did an exclusive post and this helped them to promote permission to dance and this was exclusive to YouTube Shorts. So currently, Shorts can be created within the YouTube mobile app. And if you manage multiple artist accounts and you're an admin on them, of course, then you can switch between accounts within the YouTube mobile app and create and upload Shorts as each artist as well. And that was the end of the A to Z of DSP tools. And now as mentioned at the start, I've got a few interesting, creative, unique marketing ideas that I've seen from artists in the last year. So Emperor's Night are a band from New Zealand. They were very creative and printed a QR code on a piece of paper offering complimentary car washes to anyone that would follow them on Instagram. Now, what's unique about this is that in the process of doing this, they've got the attention of an Apple music editor. They've secured a TV interview on KTLA. They got a news article in LA Daily. They've created their first super fans and some of their first shows were completely sold out. What I love about this is that instead of trying to get an audience to come to them, they went out to find their audience. When they washed somebody's car, they got a new Instagram follower and were able to perform for them while they were washing their car. Even if the person receiving the car wash wasn't necessarily a fan of their music, that person is now aware of the band and is sharing their music and their story with friends that could become fans. Word of mouth has fueled exceptional growth for this band. Imagine washing a car for someone and finding out they were a music supervisor and that they were now aware of your music and may seek you out in the future for a placement. You really can't put a price on opportunities like this and the people that you can meet by just doing something like this and thinking outside of the box. And what's really cool is the only thing that it's costed them is their time and some supply costs as well. Artwork is super important. Some people see the art before they hear the music capturing someone's eye with original art will help them to maintain their attention as well as press play and hopefully start listening while looking at that artwork. Now I'm not a visual artist. I couldn't create artwork to save my life, but this is a really great idea that was shared with me by an artist, Charlie Lane. So Charlie, shout out to you for this. Thank you for this suggestion. Basically, seeking out original artwork that is created for your releases, as opposed to going and getting a royalty-free image that's probably been used thousands of times. And the examples that we have here is an artist that is on Instagram and has actively advertised that they are doing commissions. And obviously, they will charge a little more for an album a piece of album art that they would create for you. But by simply doing a quick search on Instagram, you can find someone who's created incredible artwork, is looking for work, probably gonna get a very quick turnaround time as well. And the price may be a little cheaper as well if budget is a little bit tighter. You're giving this artist some incredible exposure and you're paying them for their time and their work as well, most importantly. Now, Twitter just recently made this tips feature available, which allows anyone to send a tip when they're visiting your profile, as long as you've turned it on, of course. So for artists and creators that may not be able to travel and perform at this time, it's a great way for fans to show support by sending a tip. You're telling them exactly where and how they can send you that tip. So to test this feature, I went ahead and I set this up on my own profile. As you can see here on Twitter, I am at AskMikeWarner. In the Twitter app on your phone, you would go to someone's profile and if you see the cash icon with the little red arrow pointing to it, you can tap on that and you can actually tip them. And there's a number of different ways that you can tip them. There's links that go directly to Bandcamp. You can give them Bitcoin. You can tip them through Cash App, Uh, GoFundMe, Patreon, Strike, and Venmo at this time. And turning it on is as easy as opening the Twitter mobile app on your phone, going to your profile, tapping edit profile, scrolling down, and you'll see an option to turn on tips. And they have been rolling this out very quickly, so it should be available everywhere at time of speaking. And wow. That was the last slide. I just wanted to mention for anyone that is interested, my latest book came out in August, Work Hard, Playlist Hard. The second edition with the purple cover is out worldwide now. And I do have an online course. If anyone would like to go and check it out, you can find that at workhardplaylisthard.com. And that concludes the audio version of the workshop. Now, as mentioned, if you would like to go and watch the full video recording, you can find that at workhardplaylisthard.com, or you can go directly to my YouTube channel, youtube.com AskMikeWarner, A-S-K-M-I-K-E-W-A-R-N-E-R, And there will also be links and detailed notes in the comments for this podcast. Thank you for listening.